Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we talk about two musical artists whose names sound similar, but the music is different. This week, we're talking about St. Vincent Staples. I am Jared. Caleb. And this is Tyler. And this week, of, of course, again, uh-huh. St. Vincent Staples. Yes. And anybody who's listened to this show at any point in time would probably be able to guess that this is my pick. Because mm. it is my pick. Yes, it is. Surprise. Uh, so, Tyler, I have something to tell you before we get started, okay? All right. Because I have a whole gimmick for this episode that I'm going to lean into and no one can stop me, Okay. All right, fine. So this is jumping a little ahead. It's Vince Staples related. But uh, Jared and I landed on a YouTube channel that we have kind of been actively avoiding. And we watched The Undertaker, professional wrestler, great man, do an interview for this show. And then we landed on uh, Gordon Ramsay doing the same show. And then I found the Vince Staples one, and I watched it. I don't know if Jared – did we listen to any other ones? Uh, the first one was, uh, Tony Yayo from the G, 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 G unit. That's correct. So what we're talking about is the YouTube channel hot ones, which if you've used any kind of YouTube ever has probably been recommended to you. It is a show where they interview people while they eat hot wings. So they have to get progressively hotter and hotter as the interview goes while having an interview. And so in the spirit of our new appreciation for this channel, I have five hot sauce bottles on the table, and throughout the episode, I'm going to eat hot sauce on a little cracker. Jared, are you still going to do this with me? I guess. All right. So before we get started, me and Jared have to eat the first hot sauce, which is probably the lightest. This is dumb. Cholula. (laughs) Cholula. I think it's Cthulhu. Yeah, Cthulhu hot sauce. It's the lightest one. This is dumb. It is dumb. Okay. Hot sauce on a cracker. The best part of it is that nobody listens to us, so who cares anyway? I think that that's what old ladies say when they hit their, they stub their toe. They say, oh, hot sauce on a cracker. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> All right. This is so dumb. Mm-hmm. I hate this episode. Mm-hmm. I hated it before we even recorded it. Well, I don't like it either. Yeah, he doesn't have any hot sauce. He's home. It's true. Tyler's yeah, home. I don't, have, I don't have anything. Thanks. I'm sorry, Tyler. I wish you could be a part of the hot sauce game, but not today. Well, if there were some type of warning, perhaps I could have prepared with my own hot sauces. Do you have five hot sauces at home? I could have gotten five hot sauces. He could have had ten. <laughs> I could. I'm not going to send you out to go buy hot sauce for an episode of Good Band. Could have got little bitty bottles, little tiny little bottles. That's true. That's true. Anyway, Saint Vincent. That's what they should do at weddings. Instead of giving out little bottles of like wine, they should give them hot sauce. I like that too. There you go. They last longer. <laughs> they do. That's true. Actually, no. We're gonna skip the rice. We're just gonna fling hot sauce in the air as people That's walk a good out. One too. They're not gonna use that dress ever again. So might as well get it nice and red. Mm. Oh no. Jared, no. Don't do that here. <laughs> Don't you do that here. Anyway, Saint Vincent. Tyler, I know that you are a big Saint Vincent fan. Yeah, I like Saint Vincent. St. Vincent's the person who made me realize that I can like pop music and be okay about it. I think that's really fair. It took me a while to kind of get more into like art pop. I think it was like Mm -hmm. one of those things where um, 
you know, I probably had the same mentality as you in terms of pop kind of being this constantly hooky, constantly formulaic kind of music. And St. Vincent, not the first by any means. I mean, she no. she was in the interview. I believe we even talked about her when we covered Kate Bush. For Kate Bush, mm-hmm. not Bush. Yes. She wasn't inspired by Bush, to my knowledge, but maybe she was. Mm. She yeah, she was. Bush? Regular yeah, Bush. Bush. And Bowie. How's that sound? No, no, no. Bush. The, the band, band Bush, Bush, not Kate Bush. Oh. That's what he said. Oh. <laughs> That's what uh, I'm saying. I, I think, think so. that she was only inspired by the one. But there was a yes. documentary for Kate Bush that she was a part of. And so I think that her influence in St. Vincent's music, who is Annie Clark, uh, is pretty evident. So she's not the first person to be making like big art pop, but she no. certainly is shifting it. She was a big person in terms of the shift to where we are now. Because in a lot of ways, most pop music today is pretty like maximalist that you listen to. Like there, it's not as, and it's still formulaic for sure in pieces. But you've got people like Charlie XCX, and you've got people like I mean even like Katy Perry kind of went ish, but not as much. She went worse. You think so? Yeah, her earlier stuff is better than this nonsense she's putting out now. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying she kind of upped the pop a bit. Okay. Only a bit. Most other, you know, most artists, it, it, there's like a weird spectrum, I guess. But there's a lot more, from my perspective, artists who are trying bigger pop, less formulaic pop. And I think St. Vincent is a piece of that purpose. Hmm. So, uh, Jared, I feel like you would be most interested in maybe her uh, backstory a little uh, bit. Okay. Are you familiar with where she kind of got her start? I read it, but I can't remember everything. So she oh, was blood. first a member of the Polyphonic Spree. I did see that. That's yeah. fine. Which is, it's funny because like Polyphonic Spree is like such a big number of people. Mm-hmm. So like imagining like a member of the Polyphonic Spree like standing out, like how? How would you do that? I think it's possible. She wasn't on any albums, I don't think. I looked no. uh, at the discography. I didn't see her listed in anything. So I think she just toured with them very briefly. Oh. Yeah. What else you got? She also is a touring member of Sufjan Stevens. Saw that, yeah, which is that's also interesting. an odd, like an odd. I mean, it makes sense for that to be the next place, I guess, especially if she was more of just a touring member of Polyphonic Spree. But you know, those are two kind of odd artists to find yourself in before even releasing yourself or yourself, you know, your your own solo work debut. Yes. Tyler, do you have a favorite album from Saint Vincent? Ooh, I don't know. It's pretty difficult. I like, I mean, uh, Mass Seduction is really good and kind of goes in a little, I think it gets a little more pop than some of her other stuff, honestly, in terms of using uh, like uh, electronical sounds a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. They're all really good. Actors really good as well. Those yes. are probably my top two. That's fair. I really liked, because um, I ended up listening to her discography because I you know, hate myself and want to do lots of things. I think my two favorites were probably uh, Strange Mercy and the self-titled fourth album. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting that we have different ones. I, I like uh, Actor, though. Jared, I don't know if you did any research on Actor or have listened to anything from Actor, but she got inspiration from, like, watching Disney movies. Oh, that's fun. So a lot of the music throughout Actor is a little bit more of, like, like kind of that – cinematic like snow white type style of music you know Hmm. i mean that makes sense when you when you look at the polyphonic spring as well so yeah that's true it does her first album i don't tell you have you ever listened to marry me 
Not in a long time. Not in a long time. Um, yeah, I mean, I, even, I haven't listened to that in a handful of years. Yeah, that one's more scattered, I would say. It's really good because there's a lot of things going on on it. But at the same time, it's a little, I don't want to say not consistent. It's more that it's just like not as centered as some of the other albums end up being. Like Actor obviously has a pretty common thread. Strange Mercy, you know, all, all the other albums really have more of a consistent thread. And I think that the debut sounds a little bit more just like kind of not all over the place, but she's experimenting a lot more with what she's wanting to do with her music. So one thing that I really like about her is that she, I mean, she plays guitar. Yes. And she, he, like, she plays it in all of her songs still. So she's really, it's interesting because she does the thing that people haven't done outside of like, it, it used to be in pop, you would do this. You would see what kind of sounds you can make a guitar make, or like, mm -hmm. you would utilize the guitar in a way that's maybe a little bit more subtle. So the people, it's not always obvious that there's a guitar in there. Yeah. But she really uses the guitar to make a lot of different sounds. And that's kind of cool. Like, I think it's interesting the way that she uses it to do different stuff. And, and I mean, she's, it's such a prominent instrument for her still that she has a signature guitar with Music Man. Hmm. She also cool. Ernie Ball Music Man. She also, I mean, I feel like you would really like the way that she uses the guitar for different tones, because yes. like she, uh, you, you speak to it. I know you speak. You can speak better about this than me. Well, I learned what I learned from it, and where I learned it is from an episode of Guitar Moves, mm -hmm. uh, Matt Sweeney's show on YouTube, where he asked her on there, and she talks about how. I believe it was her uncle was like a jazz guitarist. I think and you're so right. so he was always, what's that? I think you're right. I think I remember seeing that as well. Yeah. So she learned from him, like some of that stuff. And then she just like, kind of, she kind of just like tried to figure out like what things just sound weird. Like jazz guitar is a little bit different because the chord structures are a little different and like things tend to be spread out a little bit more. So she used the knowledge of that just to try to see uh, like where things could go from there. And she uses a lot of this, like people have used before the, the strings beyond the bridge or beyond the nut to get like certain sounds, mm -hmm. but she likes to use those to make like a striking type noise and things like that. So it's just really interesting the way that she like, it reminds me of like Hendrix in a way where it's all about like, what can I get out of this instrument? It's not just about yeah. like traditionally playing it, but what kind of sounds and tonalities can I get out of it? And then how can I manipulate those in places in my songs that work for what I'm trying to do? Yeah. Did you, and here's another one that I know that Tyler, you would obviously be very interested in. Uh, have you actually ever listened to love this giant? Uh, no, because I've got, a, I've got a thing. I love talking heads and David Byrne. So when I found out that they did an album together, I was really excited about it. And I asked some people about it before I got a chance to listen to it. Because at that time I wasn't I wasn't really using Spotify at all. Sure. So and a lot of people told me it wasn't very good, and I was just bummed about it. So I had refused to listen to it since then because I don't want to look differently upon either of those people. Ah, I see. So I, out of my own fear, I have I have shied away from it for so long. Yeah. I should probably just listen to it. Jared, did you listen to the the one track? I whatever was on the playlist. Yes, I did listen to. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I listened to anything additionally from what she's worked on with him. Right. There was just the one that we put in for the playlist, which is who, um, but I, I don't know. I, you would think you would think that two people like David Byrne and St. Vincent would have something a little bit more interesting. It wasn't bad. Like I wouldn't not recommend it, but it wouldn't be like, it wouldn't be my first place to put you. You know what I mean? Like it'd be kind of like, Hey, listen to St. Vincent's discography. If you're really interested, maybe eventually go back 
to you know the David Byrne album. Um, but why don't we go ahead? Let's like listen to a little bit of the the Love This Giant just to see like kind of what that sounds like, and hopefully it doesn't uh, sour you at all, Tyler. And while you're listening, Caleb and I are going to eat a cracker. We sure has hot sauce on it. This oh, this boy. time we're going to go ahead and do uh, Sweet Baby Ray's because all I have in the house are really generic and dumb hot sauces. This is that's more... a hot so- a Sweet Baby Ray's hot sauce. Yeah, yeah, I bought it. I bought it. It's uh, oh, it, it, we're, it it's hard to even find. Oh, you're going to eat it now. Warm up. Okay, I guess we're playing this on go. So it's not like, it's not a huge deviation really for either of them, I feel like. Jared's still chewing. No, no. Oh, you ate something else. So this isn't a cracker show, but I guess it's a Jared eating dill pickle chip show. I thought I could finish the chip before this one. <laughs> no, that was wrong. Not this time. It didn't work, did it? Not this time. What's weird about this uh, album and where it falls is like, they both have had albums David Byrne in his solo discography and St. Vincent have had albums before this that were right. good. And then like afterward, like this is the this is the last David Byrne album until American Utopia came out two years ago. Mm-hmm. Which is a really a pretty good album. And it was I mean, a lot of people said it was good as well. And I listened to some of it, it was pretty good. So it's just weird that like people who we know can make good music and who has made good music throughout their careers, like it's just unfortunate that the place in which they they intersect is not super great. Well, I guess it's just kind of a statement of like not every collaboration is fluid. You know, like these two artists are really cool, but that doesn't mean that when you put them together, they're going to sound splendid. Like maybe their styles don't mesh as well as you would expect, even though yeah. if, like, again, David Byrne and St. Vincent feel like they would be cut from the same cloth. But right. But that's not that's also not the only time that she's worked with. Uh, different artists and i think that the two other examples that have become more popular are kind of indicative of how popular that she's becoming like i know that she wasn't at the self-titled that she won best uh alternative album for in 2014 being like oh i think she was only one of two artists who have won that what being... a grammy yes you're talking about okay. yes and it was uh the other one was uh Sinead yeah. connor if I remember yes. correctly, in 1991, I did I, I yeah. did my research. Um, she did win the Grammy for best alternative album for for her self titled. That's what I thought. So like she's obvious. Like I mean, when you win a Grammy, you become a little bit more popular. Not always, but it helps. You know. Yeah. That's you true. don't necessarily get a Grammy for doing nothing, I guess. So, um, but Jer, why don't you talk about the other stuff that's kind of at the at the top of the playlist, maybe? The stuff at the top of the playlist, like maybe her f- most popular song. Uh, the song in the Twilight movie. Yeah, uh, it's called uh, Rosalind with a uh, Bonnie Vare from Twilight Saga: a New Moon soundtrack. That's pretty good. I like him. He was this was uh, towards where people cared more about him in this time. That's back true. in two thousand and nine. Uh, that that had some an okay a few okay songs on that. I always liked like uh, when. Songs came out for movie soundtracks that were only on that soundtrack, and they were inspired supposedly by it. But yeah, on this uh, Twilight, they got uh, 
Death Cab's on there. The Killers are on there. Muse is on there. It's a pretty good one. But yeah, I, I used to listen to this, some soundtracks to these things. I thought so, yeah. I also found other things she did uh, as a part of what we talked about just a few short weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Did you see what I'm talking about? She was on the uh, Beck Record Club in 2010 yep. where she did uh, songs from NXS, the band. Yep. She he, also heard you tonight, uh, never tear us apart and calling all nations, which that's pretty cool. Yeah. She also did uh, a St. Vincent remix of uneventful days from that last Beck album that came out earlier this year. That's cool. That is cool. A little single. So, and that's pretty cool. I mean, it makes sense at that point. Um, I mean, her collaboration with him on the record club thing is pretty cool. Yeah. And it's simple to an extent, but especially like a, a remix of one of his songs from that like latest release makes sense too, since he's like gone art pop at this point. Yeah. The other one though, uh, that I think is probably my favorite. Um, not really. I would, this one, I guess, isn't technically a collaboration, but perhaps just an interesting song you wouldn't expect her to do, mm-hmm. but you know that you've made it big when you get to have a song on the Bob's burger show. You have that uh, vinyl record. It says big old fat thing. I do. It's huge. There's so much in it. It is. It's ridiculous. I'm bummed I didn't get it. Yeah. It's uh so her song is Bad Girls Bob from Bob's Buskers. Hmm. Um I almost forgot what the, the name of the group uh-huh. from it was. Yes. Um but yeah, I so I it's weird because I don't have any Saint Vincent like albums on vinyl person like at this current moment. Uh, I should probably get some. But that means that the only thing I have from St. Vincent that's on vinyl is my Bob's Burgers. Oh, you don't have the uh, Twilight soundtrack? That's too bad. I don't. I, that's my other no. one. I was yeah. thinking I would get that and then get, because I got to go kind of in more of an order, you know? But uh, but yeah. So let's listen. Let's listen to some of the Bob's Burgers song. pretty underrated it's pretty good stuff really obviously since i bought are we doing an over under game this for another person sorry (laughs) that's true that's true she also uh did a cover of rihanna on the spotify singles collection thing that they do every once in a while that's pretty pretty good and she recorded a song with none other than mr kid cuddy because he sampled uh her song uh, and then she sang the sample on her track, which is interesting. I always like when they do that. Yeah, I remember seeing that. That was a cool concept that you'd like sample somebody. Be like, hey, I like that sample you used of me. Can I do it now? Didn't uh, I think the one of the better examples of that is uh, Dido. Because uh, oh, yeah. uh, Eminem sampled mm-hmm. her and she sang her sample on his track. Yeah. Imagine if she would have known what the song was about and oh, it would become a real word. That's true. Stan is a real thing. I think that's really, I mean, that's kind of the biggest thing that she's done. Is, it might be the biggest thing that Eminem's done. I mean, who, how many artists make their own word? That's true. Not many. I can only think in my head right now of two artists that have names 
or have names of songs that they have gotten into the dictionary for the purpose of those. Okay. So the Stan from Eminem. Do you yes. know what the other one is? No, I can't remember now. Fergie Fergalicious. That is in the dictionary. Oh, my oh, gosh. Horrible. Yep. Fergalicious. Terrible. You know, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was able to get the word Smackdown in the uh, dictionary. That's true. It also became his like it, a show. Like He used the word Smackdown. And then it has become like WWE show SmackDown all this time, and it's like a word he came up with, I think. Unless they it was kind of been given it to him, but I don't know the words Eminem has come up with and made up. Stan's the one that gets in the dictionary. Yeah, that's. I mean, the man, the man makes up words all the time. Yeah. He can rhyme. I was just gonna make a joke. (laughs) Dang it! He can rhyme in the same time. He can rhyme. You can rhyme. <laughs> Not many people can rhyme that something with orange, but he sure can. There it is. He's got multiple yeah. things he can rhyme with. Orange, orange. door hinge, door hinge, porridge, porridge. It's so not much. so hard. Rhyming is not hard. I, I love hate, it. I hate him so much. I love it. Uh, the most recent thing though that Saint Vincent was a part of um, was the Gorillas album, the the Song Machine, mm. season one. Mm. Strange yeah, that was times, interesting, wasn't it? Mm. I I liked it. I thought it was a pretty good feature. Um, yeah. It, but yeah, yeah, I I like um, her being featured on stuff because it's cool to see her like kind of like um, spanning out with other artists. But I definitely don't see her as somebody like because it's fun. It's funny because like a lot of her really popular songs, like on Spotify, because that's obviously how we indicate how popular people are, are the ones where she's featured. Like like the you know the the Twilight song is obviously one of her bigger songs, which is you know, kind of a shame because I don't really, I don't think of her as like the Twilight singer. I think of her as like a very, a very different artist than that. Well, yeah, she's not really like that at all. That was just a thing. Right. I guess. I I think that we kind of get that mindset of like, oh, well, their most popular song is X and it's featured in Y. So that means that that person is Y. Like, and that's not how it always works. That's not, you know, that's not always the way that that shapes out. So yeah, I, I mean, I didn't even know that before this week. I had forgotten that well. she was on there. Of course, I've never seen the movie. It, it's not because you did you say it's not in the movie, Jared? The song? I, I I think I don't know because they incorporate a lot of songs into the like from the soundtrack into the film, but also they have songs that are inspired by the book series and film and such in just the soundtrack without it being featured. But yeah, Twilight was one of those film series that um, used music really well. Mm-hmm. And like you think of songs, you think of different scenes by the song. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It's interesting. Hmm. But I don't yeah, know I if that song knew. was in it. I assume it was. It's funny because that song is her most popular song and probably like not even in the top like, 20 of Bon Iver's most listened to songs but it's it's in like when you have an artist featuring another artist and one of them is like has way more popularity than the other like it's her top song but his like you know just another song he's been on eighth it looks like yeah based on Spotify solely looks like eighth but that's still I mean yeah you're right that's a pretty big it's a pretty big difference it is funny too though because like Bon Iver obviously like at that time was a very different artist. Like the way that he made music in 2009, it's not really the way that he makes music in 2020. No, no. So it's because he went from being like a folk artist to now like a more electronic pop artist. Right. Like he's completely taken the folk out of it. 
Yeah, there's very, very almost no folk. He's working with damn uh, President Kanye. Yeah, he's working with damn President Kanye. He, he, they also, I think it's just weird because um, the the popularity of Bon Iver is odd. I've heard Bon Iver on the radio, but I don't hear St. Vincent on the radio. And one is much closer to what we think of as pop music or radio, what could be played on the radio today than the other one. I would agree with that. I feel like it, would, it is kind of odd that like St. Vincent isn't, I mean, not, you know, not everybody who makes pop is popular. That's not necessarily like a one-to-one correlation, but she does. I mean, she has enough popularity that she's been in the Grammys, you know, and so, and I believe if I remember correctly, she played guitar with um, Nirvana when they got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Oh, um, really? That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, go ahead. Her critical acclaim is pretty wild, too. I mean, she's yeah. been lauded by multiple people, not only winning a Grammy, but she's been on NPR's uh, Greatest Songs by 21st century women she's right. been she had two songs on there she's been on pitchfork list she's been on rolling stones lists yeah she's she so i mean like she's weird. one of the most critically acclaimed modern artists period really very well, i would say she she's one of the most critically acclaimed female artists as well yeah that's like in so, general like overall yeah. so right somewhat it's just weird to think that someone who is critically acclaimed makes music that i think i don't think the, like her stuff is especially when you get to mass seduction i don't find it to be uh not accessible i think that really both the self-titled and mass seduction are both pretty accessible Mm -hmm. i think strange mercy isn't super accessible but i still think it has a lot of pop signatures but yeah i i wouldn't it's not it doesn't make sense to me that neither of those albums get a whole lot of like bigger radio play or anything i would agree like a few weeks ago uh a buddy of mine's wife I was talking to her about musical stuff mm-hmm. and I was telling her and she was telling me some of the things she likes. And I'm just like, okay, we've got, to, we have some things need, we've got to change some stuff here because you're disappointing me. And this is sad. So she was uh, getting I on a plane to fly um, somewhere. And so I sent her a song and I was like, you like pop music. Here's a song that you'll probably like. And I sent her pills and she liked that song. So it's just like a good song. Yeah. I don't know how you, how people aren't, like, and that's a pretty big song, and it's still just like, how have people not – it did – I mean, that album didn't kind of blow up in a way, like, in her world. Yeah. You know? I mean, not necessarily everywhere, but, like, that's pr- probably one of her most popular albums. Most of her, like, most listened to songs on Spotify at the moment are from there, so. Right. But it's just weird. I just find it all kind of odd that I can't just like walk up to someone on the street and say, Oh yeah, you let, you know who St. Vincent is and they don't know who it is. Right. That is very true. Are we ready to go ahead? And... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Also, we know that she collaborated with Slater Kinney on that latest release. That was kind of interesting. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's yeah. true. And she's just gone. She has like a style. I Like she does just as much of like an image kind of thing as a music thing, which is important when you do pop music. Cause it's kind of a, like visually it's important as well as musically. Sometimes it's more important visually. Like in this case, it's not, which is good, but she's kind of still gone with, you know what I mean? Like yeah. she still kind of created a persona to an extent, which is really nice. And I've read that her, like, she's very kind of a private person. So I don't know. It's just interesting. She's also developed the, phys- the like the visual aspect of something, which goes along with like creating, her own guitar that matches like a look that she's going for and all mm-hmm. these things. It's kind of cool. I just think she's pretty interesting in that regard as well. Yeah. She, uh, when she toured with David Byrne, 
they asked him about it, and he said he had been touring with her for over a year, and he didn't know anything about her still. <laughs> that oh, sounds that's, cool. That's how, like, uh, uh, you know, not Reserved. secretive, but yeah, like, I mean, she just doesn't, mo- a lot of people don't know a lot about her, so I thought it was really? kind of interesting. He said, like, I don't know anything. Well, I was, when I was working through her albums, I, I gather, and this shouldn't be surprising, I gather that she's kind of inside her head a lot. Like what oft, often happens with her albums, there's only really one album that, she, which is the self-titled, where she's kind of singing from like a positive place. Most of the albums, it's like this negative thing was going on. She was in this negative headspace, so she made this album, and that's like pretty frequent with her music. When she made Actor, she was watching Disney movies to like recoup from touring because she felt exhausted. So like I think that that is maybe just her as a person is that she's just reserved in her head you know, maybe not necessarily looking for a huge spotlight to begin with. Maybe just wanting to make music that she likes, but yeah, we're at a transition over yes. to Vince Staples. I think so. Jared, you don't have to cut me off. Well, in the meantime, while you, uh, while we transition over to Vince Staples, Jared and I are going to have our third hot sauce. This one's just a Chipotle pepper sauce. It's the most generic hot sauce. And I couldn't even find like a, like a real name. I had to find like on the, the TM had a had a, a company. Doesn't matter. Anyways, Vince State. I was up late night I feel like that might have been even a song. Like it's weird with Vince Staples. That's like almost a song that's not a great representation of his music. No, not really. But it's almost hard to find a perfect example of his music. Yeah. Because like, so I listened to both his uh, debut, um, debut album LP because he's had some EPs that came first. His debut album is Summertime '06. I love that album, but it's a really really. Yeah, when did we? Hmm? We talked about that at one point. When did we, we talked about that? this last week. The record roundtable where we had extra on uh, the hip-hop. Was it, uh, yeah, the Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. We were talking about Kendrick modern Lamar. hip-hop, and I picked Summertime 06. Because that album has been a big album for me since it came out, really. Um, but that's a really, really dark album that uses some really like weird, dis- like dissonant beats and stuff. And then Big Fish Theory is like inspired by like dance music and like electronic so it's like it's a weird they make sense kind of when you like really read into the albums but they're kind of him exploring two very weird um they're not polar opposites because i feel like hip-hop and electronic music are both very good uh with beats and the ability to use beats to um take on different tones so it kind of makes sense but it is still like a very like bright versus dark kind of contrast so it is it's really hard to find a vince staples song that's like oh yeah this is obviously what vince staples sounds like but did you guys like vince staples this week i like vince staples i find his uh stuff interesting i like north north that's a good song uh big fish is a good song um i've liked him for a while around the time that you've probably listened to the debut album yeah but i haven't really got into him as much as you right he's just another like hip-hop person that i kind of was paying attention to sure but not like as um not as closely yeah well it, it for me he came out at a good time 
because what happened was was that he was pretty prominently featured on Earl Sweatshirt's album uh, Doris. Mm-hmm. He had three different features on that one album. And so I was already into the Odd Future realm pretty early. Like, I started listening to Odd Future when Wolf came out from Tyler, the Creator. Yes. And so by Doris in 2013, when he was featured a lot, I was like, oh, this guy's pretty cool. So I had listened to a lot of Vince Staples before he even had a debut album. Mm -hmm. So when a debut album came out, of course I was going to listen to it. So, like, I had already kind of been exposed to him before he even had an album, which is kind of rare. You don't get that a lot with artists. So... So I think it was kind of beneficial to me that I already kind of knew about him before he even had a lot of music to listen to. Tyler, what did you think? Nice. He, I don't know what I think about him, really. I don't dislike him, but I'm not sure that he, he's not standout for me either, I would say. But <clears throat> he, I'm, I can understand him being friends with and uh, doing work with even after, like the initial work he did with Earl Sweatshirt was kind of more, um, not planned i suppose it was before he even right. decided to do rap you know how to start a career in rap music so right uh, but it makes sense like they are in a similar place to me because earl sweatshirt i'm not like i'm i'm difficult it's difficult for me mm-hmm. some of his stuff like they're it, both kind of abstract hip-hop yeah and sometimes they reasons. hit and sometimes they don't like some rap songs was not something that i was that into really i didn't think it was that awful great but i like really some of the it, earlier stuff that. what's that I like it a lot, but I understand you feeling that way. Yeah, I but I earlier work by, um, by Earl Sweatshirt I enjoy. So it's kind of like hit or miss, and I think Vince Staples is very similar. When we listened to Summertime 06, I believe I remember liking it, but based off of like the other things that we listened, it didn't like rise above anything else we listened to that week for me, for instance. I mean, sure. it doesn't get he, – he's not above Kendrick for me. Sure. You know, so it's – I don't know. I mean – I'm iffy. I have things that I really enjoy in hip hop and I have things that I'm like less interested in hip hop. And I think sometimes he sits on the border occasionally. I think that so. the, the, the problem with him is that he is an okay feature artist for a lot of things. And that tends to be like the things that he ends up having that are popular are things that are in like soundtracks and such on, you know, so on and so forth or a feature in a, someone else's song. And that's not always his most interesting music. Like, he was recently featured on a Billie Eilish song, and Mm -hmm. it's not really his most interesting hip-hop. Yeah, I didn't care about that. I didn't care about the song from Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Right. Which, the song, uh, the main uh, song from that record, uh, Sunflower, that is uh, Post Malone and Swa Lee, that song's not very good either. But it was so big. When I know. That movie that's what I was going to say. Everybody loved like, that the, damn movie. That's one of the biggest soundtrack songs that I can think of was that Sunflower song from Spider Man. Like, quite a few. Yeah. So, but the other one, uh, did you see that he had two different songs in two different Creed movies? Oh, my. Oh, and boy. none of them were Creed. It's true. No Creed on Creed. Yeah. So the Creed original movie had a song with him, and it was featuring Childish Gambino, uh, a name I can't say, and Ludwig Goranson. I think it's Jane Aiko. It, it doesn't matter. Anyways, mm-hmm. so there were multiple people on that song uh, waiting for my moment. And then on the second movie, there was also a song from that Ludwig Gorson. I think ben that Staples. that is the composer. And so they're just oh. putting him in because he composed the whole thing. And so instead of taking him out of songs, he because it's his album. Because it's his, like, I don't know if he actually composed that hip hop track or not. He did because uh, Ludwig is actually the guy who does the music for The Mandalorian. 
Oh. He does the music for. He did the music for Tenet. Mm. He did the music for a lot of man. That movie confused me. Well, I did. Yeah, me too. Uh, oh my god, no! What? He, he did Venom. Oh, Venom, 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 oh, Venom, Venom, Venom. No, I'm not a stand of that one. No, me either. No, <laughs> I don't like that he came up twice in this episode. Black Panther. That also makes sense because Vince also had a song on the Black Panther. Kendrick Lamar produced, uh, or maybe he he, he was curated a, that yes. record. Yes, Rip yeah. Chadwick Boseman. Rip. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think oh, actually Creed was the first one. It looks like I was gonna say I think there might be more, but it looks like the first one he did was the first Creed movie. Ludwig, um, you're talking of? Yes, Ludwig. You are correct. Ludwig. Um, also, really quick, so I've been I've been saving this one for a minute. Yeah, get it. Hit us with it. I'm pretty excited. So, Jared, you said you like that North North song, right? I do. Tyler, how do you feel about North North? It's okay. I oh, like I heard you laughing one. about this. I, yeah, it was. So I found Damn. I found a uh, a woman Uh-oh. who went viral. Because she was very, very upset about the song North North. Uh, oh, to the point that she was crying and shaking while reading the lyrics. And it was maybe one of the funniest things I've ever seen for the show in my entire life. And as I was watching it, in my head I was like, you know, I feel like this is going to end up being one of those things where um, I can find uh, Ben Shapiro doing WAP in the same way. Oh, you definitely could. And I did. I did find it. It was not hard to find. Uh, this video, it's surprising because, like, I did, I've did. i never seen it before, but it has over a million views. And so I was like, where have I been? But, like, it's this Christian woman. She's very upset over uh, non-Christian lyrics. And she's trying to let people know, don't let your kids listen to this radio station. Don't, you know, make sure you know what your kids are listening to kind of thing. So let's listen to uh, this angry woman here. Okay, and I'm going to read it to you. And I want you to just listen to the words. Some of this, I'm going to cuss. I'm just going to repeat what it says. All right. Okay. It's a little long, so bear with me. It says, Bitch, you thirsty. Please grab a Sprite. My crypt's lurking. Don't die tonight. I just want to dance with you, baby. Just don't move too fast. I'm too crazy. Man down, down the ab, and get shaded. Take a nigga mind off that. We can dip, fuck in the whip, slide right back in the function. One wrong word, start busting. Put that on my Yankee hat. I'm a gangster crib, fuck gangster rap. Where the ladies at? Where the hoes? Where the bitches? Every real nigga know the difference. Bandana brown, like the dope daddy. Shooting in the kitchen, nerf side nigga. Never went to Polly Wilson or Cabrilla. Cocaine color of a grello. I don't even know if I pronounced that right. T-scrap moving for the D-lo. What he know? Then the, that was the first verse. This is the cor- the main chorus says, "I ain't never ran from nothing but the police." Mm. It's my favorite thing. He doesn't ever. even know the word Creole. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, it's so good. She like so many words. She just completely flubs. Like she has no idea. Like she <sighs> it, she doesn't say the word Ramona correct later. Oh. I like I don't remember even where it is, but like yeah, she mm. can't say the word Ramona. Like that's a I'll tell hard you what, word. she knew how to say one word. I know yeah, you so, didn't know how to say one. Uh, maybe not, not totally obvious from listening to it. She is a white woman, so mm. was her name Karen? Just, you know that I don't know what her name is. That's, I feel like people that are like okay, like uh, that are named Karen are real mad right now. Like the yeah. their name is an example of those poor things oh my it's true i mean i know some people named karen and the guess what they're all karen's I so bet. what do you want to say yeah 
<laughs> One of the top comments says, she wearing blue, so you know she a gangsta crib. Oh, oh my. <laughs> but yeah, my, my favorite part of the whole thing is because she talks in between parts. And they, like, as you could hear, they, like, cut the song off and then go back into it when she starts rapping the lyrics. It, it's a perfect, it's perfect. It's so good. Anthony Fantano, the melon, uh, actually talked about this on the needle drop a while ago. This video? Yeah, four years ago. Oh, wow. It's a six and a half minute video of him talking about it. I have to watch that later. It's, it's like... uh, in a, a long thing of, at some point I watched this because it shows no. that a, Mom reacts to Christian mom crying about Vince Staples North North. I've watched this at some point. Huh. Oh, it's this guy. It's this guy that likes hip hop and he shows his mom bad like uh uh bad songs or whatever and she has to react to it. Oh, you know why this is in your history is cuz I think I watched it on your account oh earlier. Oh my gosh, you jerk. Wow. I don't think I ex- I think I didn't switch it by accident. Damn you. I'm sorry. Um, that's okay. I tricked you. I feel like those react like reaction videos like that that's kind of off topic, but I feel like a lot of them are set up. That's what I think. Yeah, I watch uh, those like on you on Facebook or whatever. They have those uh, where like, hey, I'm gonna do something nice for you. Like I watched this one where uh, sh- this lady, um, a male woman, was. Uh, they're like, hey, let me show you on uh, this this uh, picture of a state. Tell me what state it is. And so she said, oh yeah, that's Alabama. And they're like, okay, we're gonna give you something now. And it's like. That was all like set up, like yeah. What you wouldn't just keep talking normal if somebody's got a camera on you, right? It's weird. Yeah. Rant over. Rant completed. Now that the rant is completed, yes. uh, and we can go ahead and I, I I'm I'm I feel better now that I got to show you. Uh huh. Uh, there is actually a interesting sample. Oh. From Vince Staples yes. that I wanted to play. Uh, have you guys ever listened to his Prima Donna EP? Yes, I have at some point. You have. Tyler, have you? No. Well, I've listened to some of it. Does the song War Ready ring a bell? Yes. Okay, I'm going to play War Ready from Vince Staples' EP, Prima Donna. And in the meantime, Jared, I say we go ahead and have our fourth hot sauce and see how it goes. This one is whoop-ass, roasted onion and habanero. I don't know how it's going to turn out. So we might come back coughing for this one. I don't know. We'll see. I'm hoping that we find one that actually is hot, but I don't know anymore. Find a way to channel my anger, not to involve The world's a stage and everybody got to play their part Guard with the signal clear as day Put my block up, put my block away I got a stronger weapon that never runs out of ammunition So I'm ready for war okay. Put my block away, I got a stronger weapon than ammunition So I'm ready for war okay. Put my block away, I got a stronger weapon that never runs out of ammunition So I'm ready for war okay. More ready, war ready, more ready that one just didn't okay. taste good. Ooh, what is this stupid? Didn't taste good, huh? No, I didn't like the flavor of that one. It's a little hot. It's got no. a good kick, but just what were you saying about that song beforehand? That has a sample. Oh, does it? Did you not hear it? Why don't you go ahead and go for it? It's uh, it's the last verse from the song "At Aliens" off of Outkast's album "At Aliens." You, I mean, it's pretty obvious that that's Andre in there, right? But yeah, it's not him actually like doing another verse. It's yeah, it's, it's taken from that song. Yeah, pretty good. This is so stupid. <laughs> this is dumb. I lost. I don't have any more Mountain Dew. Gabe's just slurping water over there. Is it? Was it hot? Was that quite a warm? It's burning one? my tongue. But what? You want this one? 
Part I guess. Okay. Basic lemonade for Jared. Oh, God. The video we watched of Gordon Ramsay, he was literally uh, squirting lemon and lime juice in his mouth directly. Like, yeah, I've like watched a that golden shower. I've watched that one. I was hoping that uh, he would, when he ate one of the chicken wings, he'd say, It's raw! <laughs> <laughs> Have you all ever watched him eat Girl Scout cookies? No. Oh, go watch him eat Girl Scout cookies, oh, too. That sounds pretty good, too. I feel like everything he does is like staged. I'm not doing it anymore. I can't. I'm not doing it anymore. I don't want to do it. <laughs> Everything's staged for Jared. Nothing is real. Like he no longer has the like to just be a genuine person. He has to be a stage persona for everything. I suppose he has to put it on. I'm done now. Are we done? Is this episode over yet? I don't know. Uh, oh, there's one other thing I wanted to mention. We mentioned it earlier um, on the show, but there is a thread to Vince Staples. Okay. And St. Vincent, they have both had songs on Gorillaz albums. Ah, yes, that's true. Because Vince mm. Staples did the song Ascension off of um, Humans, and she obviously was on the most recent one. So two separate yeah. albums, but, you know. One of them was better it. than the other one. That is very true. But I really like the Ascension song, so I'll go ahead and play part of Ascension, because I like his part in the Gorilla song. So. That again was another instance where like, you know, I'd already known him, so I liked the song when it came out in 2017, but like, I agree, like, Humans was not a great album. Well, I mean, even though the album's not great, it doesn't mean there has to be bad songs on it. There can be right. good songs on there, you know? I mean, just collectively, it wasn't super great. But, so be it. Maybe, he's, maybe his feature is part of what made something better on that album. Right. You know? So, way it goes. I think we're ready to do the thing, if you guys are ready to think. I think that's where we are. I think, I think so, too. I think we're at that point. I'm going to say Vince Staples. I like him... More. This is the first, uh, one of the very first good band, bad bands, where I did not know any songs by one of the artists, and it was St. Vincent. Oh, wow. I didn't know you didn't know any of them. Well, Jared. How about Tyler? What do you think? I'm going to go for St. Vincent. <sighs> so this is probably the hardest week that perhaps I have had picking. Like I, I have. Been... I, feel like I've, I feel like I've heard that before. I know. I know. But now we're here, and so now it's different. Um because I really enjoy St. Vincent, and I've really enjoyed Vince Staples for a long time. But I guess it's hard because I enjoy them for different reasons, but I also recognize um, that Vince Staples just has maybe less of a long career and maybe could eventually surpass St. Vincent, but he might need more time to get there, I guess. I really, really enjoy him. I think he's very funny. We watched a lot of interviews from him, and he's a really funny guy. Yeah. Like, the hot ones that we watched, he had a lot of funny comments. The over-under, he was pretty funny on. Yeah, yeah we watched a few different things. He uh, he did an interview with... I don't want to interrupt anybody's no, vote. Go ahead, please. But he did uh, an interview with Canadian journalist Nardwar, who is uh, somebody I like to watch. Yeah. And uh, he, it's funny because he's like... 
um, Vince Staples, who was like, don't do drugs, go to school, get your education, don't be in a gang, no crit. Like, he's always, like, he's very, whatever the prototypical hip-hop kind of thing, he was like, no, don't, like, fall in line with that nonsense. Just, like, stay in your lane, basically. Well, uh, to go ahead and interrupt my own vote, the funny thing about it, and this is why I find the Christian woman freakout to be pretty entertaining, is that if you just listen to North North, then you think that's who he is. But if you do any kind of research, you would know that he grew up in that kind of thing in that area. And his mom actually moved him to California to get him away from that kind of, like, experience. So really, like... Well, she moved him out of Compton. He was from Compton, and she moved him out of Compton. Right. So it ended up being a case where, like, he was in it. He had experienced it. He got to move out of it and recognize maybe this isn't the lifestyle that I want to live. So when he talks about, like, you know, when he's doing his gangster rap type style of rap, I don't think he's really being that sincere. I think he's just rapping about what is a common experience in hip-hop, you know? So, like, I don't... It's funny that she'd be so angry about it, but if she knew him as a person, she would know that he's a very intelligent and, like... I can tell you uh, right now, she does not want to know him as a person. No. no she does not. She does not. She'd probably get scared. She probably wouldn't concede to his intelligence, either. No. Real. No, I, you're probably right. But again, yeah, he's very well-spoken. I think he's a really, really intelligent dude, but again, I think that... I, I love both of them a lot, and I could easily put both of them into, like, a top list of artists that we've covered this year but i think saint vincent wins on this occasion oh boy it's tough but we didn't have a lot of votes um on patreon but the votes that we did get um it also went to saint vincent so so saint vincent is the winner this week Mm -hmm. and uh there you go so for listeners who are not currently subscribed to patreon we're doing things that are a little bit different for the month of december and this would be probably the maybe most enjoyable time to get involved because both record roundtable and good band bad band we're going to be doing bonus episodes where we're going to be getting a lot more of people's opinions than maybe uh we have done previously so there'll be a little bit more involvement in those bonus episodes than usual so maybe worth going to at least check it out you don't have to do it it's okay if you don't want to However, if you're interested and would like to go check it out, go do so. Patreon.com slash Record Roundtable. That's the ad. That's the sell. Here we are. Sold. Uh, Jared, what? as you do your outro, I'm going to eat my last cracker. Oh, yes. To, to complete. I, I, I couldn't I couldn't not. Yeah, you, know, you might as well. I have to. This is extra hot, hot sauce. So I imagine this one will go probably poorly, but I don't uh-huh. know that for sure. Yes. So as you do your outro, uh-huh. once the episode closes, we'll see how I'm doing. Ah, uh, yes. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band. Let us know who you think is the good band uh, by our various platforms of getting a hold of us. Next week, we're talking about Snoop Three Dog Night. Nope. Three Snoop Dog Night. It's uh, Snoop Dog and Three Dog Night. Joy to the world. Goodbye. Also, uh, wait, because Caleb's going to tell us about his cracker.
It was not extra hot. It's not a goddamn hot sauce show. <laughs>